everyone. Hello and welcome to The Check-In, uh, the new podcast where we'll talk about all things BA. It'll be hosted by uh, the four of us who are all BA colleagues and each episode we'll discuss a host of topics and be joined by guest speakers from across the airline to give the inside scoop. Well, I say all the four of us, all BA colleagues, um, some introductions. I'll start. I'm Julian Marshall, currently a captain on the 777. I've just been doing that for uh, just less than a year, actually. And before that, I was 23 and a half years on the Queen of the Skies, 747 Jumbo. And that's been my entire time in BA. Uh, if we just introduce the rest of us, Paul, how about yourself? Hello there. My name is uh, Paul, Paul Ewan, and I'm a CSM at um, Gatwick airport on the south coast. Um, I've been at BA for just about six years now uh, and before that I was in the world of entertainment. Hi I'm Caroline I'm um, a customer service representative here at um, Heathrow Terminal 5 um, and I've been with BA it'll be 35 years this year so yeah 35 years I've loved it uh, various roles within um, BA but here at Terminal 5 just uh... Hello everyone uh, <laughs> my name's Molly I am one of the team leaders in the executive club based in Manchester um, and I've been working for VA for about eight and a half years now. Um, so I was previously cabin crew um, and then worked in Newcastle before then as well. But yeah, I think I think I wasn't even born when you started, I'm afraid, Caroline. Sorry. Molly, <laughs> how does your, your role now in Manchester, how does it compare to when you were cabin crew? I mean, I'm not trying to rub oh. anything in, but I've just had a short, four lovely days in Antigua. Where we, we, were obviously, um, one, we were obviously you? moaning because it was 27 degrees and not 28 degrees. Oh, yeah. Um, in Manchester, Molly. <laughs> well, for once, it's not raining here, which is a nice little change. Um, it's 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 a it's a completely different life, cabin crew and engagement centres. Um, like we have been non-stop in the pandemic. Like shout out to everyone in the engagement centres globally, working so hard. Um, because all of were you all furloughed as well? Yep. Yeah, um, I was back and forth. So I was in, then they followed me again, then I was back in, then they followed me again. But now I'm back. <laughs> With a vengeance. <laughs> I did, I got furloughed for the majority of it. And and the thing about being furloughed is you just disconnect from BA. You're literally mm -hmm. at home, iPad off, leggings on, glass of wine in hand and Netflix. So I literally just switched off. Um, yeah. Hard to get back into it. It's a whole different, whole different world. It's like a new culture. New, 100%. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah. we didn't escape either. In, in on the on the um in the pilot side, we were sort of doing a, a rolling furlough. So obviously, when we had a trip, uh, we weren't furloughed. But in between flights, if we had any period of time off, uh, we'd be uh, we'd be furloughed then. So it wasn't like an extended period of time, and we kept current and uh, and everything else. But it, we weren't flying as much, and um yeah, we felt it too. So mm. I think it's just been hard for everyone. It's like dipping in and out of like it's been busy and then there was periods of maybe really quiet and then furlough people so it's just trying to get that balance right at the minute is just crazy and now we're part of this check-in podcast but I'm kind of thinking that we're more like the cast of Loose Women because we're <laughs> going to sit here gossip <laughs> um, I don't want to be like a Janet Street Porter I think I'm more of a Jane McDonald uh, I don't know who you I don't know who you, you can be whoever yeah. you want to be I don't identify with many Loose Women to be asking there's a joke there, but I'm not going there. <laughs> not most of the time. Well, perhaps that's a good time to uh, to move on and introduce our, our guest speaker today. Yes. We've been very lucky and very privileged to be joined by uh, Carrie Harris, who is the Head of Sustainability at BA. And I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Carrie, and let us know what, what you do and what you get up to. Welcome, Carrie. 
Thank you very much, Julian. And this is super exciting to be part of this podcast. I love it. And what an entertaining introduction that was. Hilarious. Um, so I look after sustainability for BA, which for us covers all aspects and we centre it around people, planet and responsible business. And that covers diversity, inclusion and well-being among our workforce. Um, for environment, it's about climate, waste and working through our supply chain. And for responsible business, it's about our customer engagement, our community investment programme, so all the partnership with Flying Start, etc. And also really just looking at our business to so embed in sustainability in what we do. So for us, I mean, you've been talking there about, you know, being on furlough last year and my team was also on furlough last year, but we also had an incredibly busy time of it because we were basically pulling together all the teams that have been working on this you know, for over 20 years in BA and repositioning um, sustainability right at the heart of the strategy for British Airways. So, um, yeah, very busy and it all kind of came to a head in September when we launched um, our new umbrella programme, which is BA Better World. So for the first time, this gives us this new umbrella framework for sustainability that then is allowing us to drive forward a whole new programme of um, exciting initiatives. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, um, I'd be perhaps being a bit disingenuous if I said sustainability was a, a new subject, really. It's uh, not something perhaps 10 years ago we'd have been talking about yeah, very much. Like a new buzzword, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely coming to the forefront. And in fact, um, but what about the, what's in terms of sustainability in BA, uh, from my perspective, uh, I've heard of this thing called SAF, <laughs> which I now understand is sustainable aviation fuel. Now, what's, what's that about, Karen? What, what, and how do you get involved in that and developing it at all? So sustainable aviation fuel is a really important part of what we call our flight path to net zero. So this is our climate programme about helping us respond to the global challenge of climate change and making sure that we're working as hard as possible to decarbonise our reliance on fossil fuels at the moment. So for us, you know, for BA and IEG, we were the first airline group globally to commit to net zero CO2 emissions by 2050. And sustainable aviation fuel will help us achieve up to a third or potentially even more of our, our pathway to net zero. The other elements are made up from innovation in new aircraft technology and carbon offsets and removals. So together, those three pieces will help us transform our business and decarbonise. The beauty about sustainable aviation fuels is they can be made from household waste, from waste cooking oils or waste industrial gases, and even for one of our projects, made from carbon that's captured directly out of the air. So really exciting because in the end, it's basically processed and made into a, a fuel that performs exactly the same as jet kerosene. And it's all been sourced in the UK, isn't it? It's not the the, the partnership we've got for um, the fuel is um, a company. I can't remember where they're about, based in the UK, but I've read somewhere that they're within the UK. Yeah, so what you're talking about there is the Philips 66 project, which we announced in December, that new partnership. And this is really exciting because it's the first direct supply of sustainable aviation fuel that we'll be sourcing from the UK. And that's going to come straight into our and fuel tax beginning from uh, March this year. But we've also got a number of other uh, partnerships with companies, including Velocis in the UK, Lanzajet and Lanzatech in the UK and the the United States, um, and with various other partners in the States as well. So actually, we've now got several projects um, on the go, um, and this is really starting to scale up. It's funny because um, 
perhaps a, a, more than a few weeks ago, you, you said sustainable aviation fuel to me, and I'd have this sort of vision of, of, of running an aeroplane on cabbage juice, but of course it's not quite that. Right. It's, um, it's, it's a mixture, you're still mixing uh, traditional fuels with the with the cabbage juice, it's just, it's, it, 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 the carbon, the carbon just, is a little um, a little less, isn't it? That's just the crew up for their chicken Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we need any fuel for that, I don't think. And um, me just going to ask a silly question out there, does this just work for like aircraft so can we use it for like the the trucks that deliver the bags and the crew buses does that work for that as well or is it just aircrafts well, i don't know i presume it must do and i know i heard you could run a car on on vodka or brandy or something i know that's not particularly sustainable and certainly isn't cheap um but i guess you could certainly if, if it's an engine i know airplanes are jet engines maybe that's a slightly <laughs> different a uh, concept to a combustion engine in terms of what it'll run off, but it all mm. it all depends on basically setting fire to something that's going to explode and burn. So, yeah. um, I guess it's a similar can... principle that yeah, exactly like you got road vehicles operating on uh, biofuel. It's a similar principle, but it needs extra processing to then convert that from the road type fuel into jet kerosene equivalent. So, yeah. um, and to your point, it's. Um, the maximum allowable blend at the moment is 50% of sustainable aviation fuel, but theoretically it could actually operate at 100%. So there's a lot yeah. of work going on now. So in, in future years, we could be operating 100% on sustainable aviation fuel. And the beauty of it is drop-in replacement to kerosene. It just blends, comes in the same supply infrastructure, can be used on the same yeah. aircraft without modification. And so, so the chances are of me, wow. my colleagues, noticing any difference on the flight, they're probably minimal because you know, it's, the airplanes are still going to function in exactly the same way. Exactly. That's the beauty of them. You know, it's a solution that's available now. And what we're working on is trying to get to a target of 10% of our flights being powered by sustainable aviation fuel by 2030. And what they're doing is just helping us reduce our reliance on fossil fuels so that instead of taking fossil fuel from out of the ground, we're actually instead using fuel sources like forestry residues, the crop residues, etc., and the waste oils that I mentioned before so that over the life cycle of sustainable aviation fuel, we're actually reducing emissions by 80% or more compared to fossil-based fuel. And what, what is great is that we're leading the way, like we're the yeah. like mm. first airline business to do this and then hopefully that other people will take note, but it's always nice that we're on the forefront and um, putting it out there. And when you're saying about the fuel, I read that we've purchased enough um, sustainable fuel to reduce life cycle uh, CO2 emissions by almost 100,000 tonnes, which is an equivalent of wow. net zero emissions flights between London and New York on the 787. Somebody, Thank you very much. Someone, Mike, drop there. Someone, someone <laughs> so, so we could go on the whole, so we could sort of uh, round the circle here. We could fill our airplanes with sustainable aviation fuel. And then we could, um, if you know, with some, maybe someone like Ed Thunberg was on board, we could offer her cabbage leaves as a blanket, Paul. Um, what do you think? Do you think it's going to spill over into the cabin? Well, there's... Well, I think it is, and there's stuff there out there which I think crew don't know what's going on in the cabin, and I've done a top five facts about our recycling on board. Oh, right. So try and think top of the pops, uh, the countdown. So at, at number five... Stay awake, Ken. <laughs> at number five, we've, we've, we send broken equipment boxes back to our supplier who grind them down and put, produce new drawers, which are sent back to, for us to reuse on board. Okay. At number four, we make blankets for cabin crew from the white company offcuts material that would previously have been gone to waste. So it's nice the cabin crew getting offcuts as, as normal. That's great. Yeah. That's good to hear. At number three, the club world, uh, the new club world amenity kit packaging has been redesigned, saving 6.5 tonnes of plastic every year. 
At number two, the new first class temperature duvet is made from recycled plastic bottles. And do you know how many plastic bottles goes in to make a duvet? I've no idea. Uh, Caroline? I haven't a clue. <laughs> it is. It's 19 yes. recycled plastic bottles which are contained in each of the new air blend duvet. But my favourite one at number one is we donate our napkins, blankets and mattresses that we can no longer use to the disaster relief charities and animal shelters, one of which being David Sheldrick Wildlife Trust in Nairobi is one of the wildlife charities and they use the blankets for the elephant's bedding. Oh, that's yeah, so that's what just such a full more. circle. Yeah. I just it's such a full circle of like new products that helping us and then just giving back to the community. I just love it. And then what I like as well, me being an aviation geek, been online, Cafe Pacific, um, with their uniform, they've made that into new uh stuff to sell that. So the off cuts. Other oh, airlines are available, by the way. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, so Cafe Pacific, uh, their uniform is now pillows, uh, teddy bears, bags, and with our new uniform coming soon at some point we're all poised uh, <laughs> is there any idea that for our old uniform what we're going to do is anything we can make to set it into something like that for flying start so then money comes back to our charities carry anything yeah know? exactly we're looking at that so we've been speaking to the new uniform suppliers about so the fabric's already been purchased but we're looking at what can we do with some elements of it so like can the can the shirts have an element of organic cotton and we're also looking at what can be done with the existing uniforms that won't be needed anymore so some of the initial options are kind of used for bedding and stuffing of mattresses and that's the kind of default but we're also partnering with some other suppliers to look at more innovative ways like the ones you've just suggested so yeah um all ideas on the table at the moment and anyone listening yeah get in touch send your email then exactly <laughs> and is there any idea of um because i came to the ba better world uh, launch when we, we had that lovely blue airbus um and i went on the a350 and we looked at some of the products are we looking at, say, for in World Traveller, for example, cutlery to be bamboo or because there's a lot of plastic cutlery, cutlery. Is there yeah. any we might be changing that? Or? Yeah, so the, the customer team, so in Tom Stevens area and, and Molly, who works there, they are doing a kind of full scale review of all the products on board. So as you just mentioned, Paul, a lot of changes have already been made. So one of the other ones that wasn't on your top five list, but the one that I love is the swizzle stick. So you know those plastic yeah. swizzles? Oh, so they, yeah. Taking them off and replacing them with bamboo to 45 tonnes of plastic. Wow. So That's it's just bit by bit looking at each item on board. Do we need it? If we don't need it, take it off. Or is there a better alternative that we can use? So bit by bit, we're just going through all of that. And then that goes back to why in Club World, Premium Cabin, we've gone to the big full of glass bottles because, again, it reduces the plastic mm -hmm. that we're exactly. wasting. Little things can just go such a big way. Well, they can, and we can. In fact, what we can do is just serve Chinese food and have chopsticks and no, no cutlery at all. So there you go. No, that's another thing. <laughs> I mean, the the big thing about waste is it's so visible to our customers, and yeah, obviously the whole Be a Better World program is really broad. It's all about our culture shift, about how we you know operate day to day. But for customer experience, it's really important about the products that they experience on board because that's like proof that we we are being sustainable in everything mm. else that we're doing so I think it's important we get that change but also um there's kind of some legislation coming that's forcing it as well so single-use plastics they you know they're being severely limited so we also need to make some of the changes as well as what we do so the, the main targets on waste are to eliminate as much as possible single-use plastics and to cut food waste as well so a lot of the other changes on board 
like being able to pre-order or select kind of no meal options if you don't want a meal is helping reduce that food waste and the whole because that, that was another idea as crew we have um an idea what i was going to say because i spoke to some crew on my previous flight is anyone who books a first or a premium cabin watch of a plus um club that they should automatically have to pick their food which stops the waste so then all their food gets in the ovens yeah. is that something that could happen yeah that's a, a really great point and it's something that we're already doing so customers now can go on pre-order the menu choices and the beauty of that is that then you know they're guaranteed to get their first choice of what they actually want to eat and secondly you know there's less wastage because we don't have to load so much and that has kind of knock-on benefits of reducing emissions too because we're, we're carrying less weight and the other great thing for customers is the, the pre-order menu has so many plant-based options in the menu um, and we've had really positive feedback from customers on that so again you know more good news for the planet. Right, but I see a problem here though um, Carrie if, if there's no wastage what are we going to put into the sap but um, maybe that's another one for uh, for, for future. Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear we're talking a lot about on the air about you know the fuel and what changes we, what changes do you think can we do here at Heathrow? You know, with regards to, I know that we could bring our own cutlery, uh, we could bring our own kind of cups. Um, what other changes can we do here at Heathrow, like on the ground? Yeah, so I think it's just thinking through every step what we're doing, being the eyes and ears. So, what you were saying before, Caroline, about just being more aware of what's going on about the, the bigger picture and just calling things out when you see things that are wrong or wasteful. Do we need to do that? If not, then let's just change it. Um, I think in the past, maybe people have just felt that there wasn't a bigger programme of support on this. So you might see things and think that doesn't feel right, but not do anything about mm -hmm. it. So now I think, you know, be the eyes and ears. Let us know if something's not working right or if there's excess waste or whatever. And also do what you say, you know, model the behaviours that we want to see. Mm -hmm. Bring the reusable cups, as I have done today. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, through the airport, so there's like the there's the water fountains, isn't there? So yeah. you can actually dispose of your drinks when, before you go through security and then refill at the other side. Um, and I think building awareness, so hopefully things like this podcast, the more this year that we can start to roll out and build awareness, is then the biggest thing probably is being ambassadors Definitely. for like, mm -hmm. customers yeah. about sustainability um, and talking to each other about it, just building exactly. that awareness and action. When I got the prompt for this podcast that was all about sustainability, I thought to myself, I do not have a clue what that was about because I was on furlough, I was at home disconnected. So I came back um, last year with tunnel vision, just my pure, my just my section, the changes that are done post-COVID. It was only when I had to research this podcast that I saw there was so much information on the one page about sustainability. Mm -hmm. What I love about having this podcast set up, some people don't want to read. Some mm. people just want to switch off when they clock out, go home, get into their pyjamas. They they don't want to read. Um, so this podcast is almost like an audiobook. It's almost like an educating our staff, yes, our good. customers, everyone, to the fact that we're starting again now. We literally hit rock bottom because of COVID. We hit rock bottom. We started again. We're trying to build BA back not only to what it was, but, but, almost, yeah, but almost it yeah. what it was. Because like, like I said, I've done so long so I can see what it was. And we're nowhere near there. And we need to get customer and staff's confidence back up again with the airline 
so that we, like I said, sustain, you know. Get that trust back. 100%. Yeah. And, and the good thing with the podcast, for people listening to them, there won't be a validation at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Are we not told? <laughs> what? I think of that memo. Uh, but no, you're right, Caroline. It's, um, it, we need to. Exactly. And yeah, I know. Community, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. And obviously, we've got um, Sean Doyle. Um, is doing an announcement yeah, um, tomorrow. tomorrow and obviously when this podcast has come out the announcement would have been uh, obviously yeah. we don't know what he's going to say could carrie could you is there anything that you could tell us now which people would know when they listen to this if that makes sense yeah sure so i mean i think some of it's already been out on one so it's about you know a whole a better be mm-hmm. and it's exactly what you just said caroline it's about emerging from the pandemic exactly building back a better be looking yeah. at our whole values our our goals you know how we bring values of what we stand yeah, for through definitely. into the way that we act, what our customers see every day. It's to rebuild BA. His words were rebuild BA. Mm-hmm. That was lovely because it's literally the pandemic just knocked us down and we just need to rebuild it. And get the trust back from colleagues and yeah. get that yeah. engagement back yeah. and to make us thrive again and make yeah. people thrive us and so we can connect people around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So I think that's going to be a really exciting definitely. new chapter you know this what's happening tomorrow yeah <laughs> we'll happened a few it. weeks ago that's going to be excellent yeah um, lovely so um so there's a lot going on as well as we've got our flying start partnership yeah because sustainability is not only about fuel and the environment like i said there's three different kind of pillars of sustainability and one of them was um like social and community um, I know kind of flying start comet relief it's been probably as long as I've been there about 30 years um, well, I, I know it has, and it's raised 26 million pounds you know that's amazing that that is wow different kind of so I know obviously the pandemic put a stop to a lot of the social engagements with, the, with um, uh, our community how in the future now are we rebuilding that? yeah so the same as the whole sustainability and building on all the success, as you say, with the Comic Relief Partnership and Flying Start and everything else that goes on in the community piece. So all the uh, community giving, the disasters emergency relief, um, the kind of the colleague engagement, the volunteering. So the best thing and the thing that I'm so excited about is the launch of the new BA Better World Community Fund. So we announced this back in September, that event that you were at, Paul. Uh, we announced it then, but we're just about to launch it um, in March this year, and it's a complete game changer for BA's community investment yeah. program because it's directly funded by BA. So in the past, we've done a, a lot of kind of joint fundraising, so from colleagues and with other partners to give to Comic Relief and from customers as well. This time, it's about direct giving from BA, and then we're partnering with an organisation called Crowdfunder. So, for example, we will support. Um, charities and organisations that have benefits that align with the better world values. So whether it's environment or society, diversity, um, all of those aspects, we're looking for projects in the UK that have those benefits and then we can fund them and then help bring colleagues in to volunteer, attract further investment from other partners as well. And I think the scale of the change that we can drive with that is really, really exciting. and I think the value that we get from the community investment program, you know, it's like, why are we doing this? It's, you know, a big corporate, you know, giving back to society. Mm-hmm. But it has benefits, not just for the communities that we're giving to, but also like back into the business. So yeah. in terms of 
the excitement that it drives yeah, when there's definitely. like flying start events and operation. Yeah. I mean, what's it like for you? What do you do part of when you have events going on in the past? Uh, for me personally, I've done the, the trolley dash around London, London town, and uh, <laughs> I always uh, produce the event BA Dodge Strictly. Um, so basically, I've had two years of not having an event, but the I get eight colleagues from around the company, uh, crew, airline, anything, and they get paired with a professional dancer, and we actually do the show. I mean, why is that the Fistle Hotel? And I usually do that in line with Mary Brew and watch this space. I did it up here. Yeah, did I you? did Strictly when Joe came, oh. and she um, she got all our ground staff and cabin crew, and we did BA did Strictly. And were you were you doing it? No, no, I do amazing. do the event. The actual event. Yeah, so oh, they get so that. all the eight colleagues get sponsored. And then raise money and we do a raffle, but yeah. watch this space because there could be one this but, year. Yeah. But I think, Carrie, like you were saying, I think if people, especially like this podcast, when I got involved with this, it almost kind of lit a kind of passion, you know, yeah. to get involved in BA. With, so with this community fund, if, if staff are getting involved in it and asking to volunteer, that kind of lifts their mental health, that kind of almost lifts them to feel like they're a part of it, mm. not just here, just, you know. Something to look forward to as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Balloons are just deflated. Yeah, they need to be lifted up. And if they're involved with anything, like with anything, if you're involved with it, it lifts your passion. Totally. You know, it's about your feel-good factor. Yeah, bringing our, yeah. our mental health has really been affected by. Yeah, that. and you know, like that's that's what's basing colleagues to come and work with us, or basing customers' decisions to 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 fly with us. Is it's it's not only about the amazing charities that we do, but you know, for BA, we we want to be that airline of choice. We we want people to want to fly with us. And you know, if if it means being a more sustainable brand and and using bamboo cutlery, then great. Um, now as I, when I was flying on my way home last week, I was as saying to you as before. You know, I was looking at the the cream, and that's in a plastic pot, and this has got plastic. Um, and I was thinking, Carrie, um. Are we are we looking to spend more money on these sustainable products and a more sustainable way of working, i.e. working from home, or are we going down the route of right, we need to have our business head on and saving money? So are we gonna are we gonna buy more plastic to save money? Like where where's the balance? Where's the line there? That's an absolutely brilliant question and it's a really good challenge, but actually part of what we've been doing over the last year, this whole repositioning is recognizing that we have to spend more to do this right. And there's some areas where it will take more spending. Your example is a really good one. You know, non-plastic items are very often more expensive at the moment. However, if we're doing this right, there's going to be other parts of the business where we're saving money. So like an operation, Julian, you know, if we've got our pilots engaged, if we're flying more efficiently, if we're, and, you know, the value that we'll get by, you know, engaging our customers better, by removing single use plastics, by offering products on board that people want to you know handle and see that's all going to get value in the longer run of attracting mm -hmm. more exactly and it, it's you know absolutely self-funding and and more actually and it's just more fundamental because we don't do this you know we're not going to have a business mm -hmm. that we can and you know it is it's it's good to hear that we're prepared to to put that money into the business and we're prepared to because over the past two years we've always been like we need to save money we need to retain money um, so it is really refreshing to hear that we're prepared to spend money now on on those sort of products. Um, but I suppose from from I don't know my side and I, I don't know about everyone else in the room, it's it's consistency. It's 
we tend to see things at BA, like things come in, trials come in, all these exciting opportunities come in. And then we start and think, right, okay, no, we, we need to draw draw a line here. So it, I think for, for myself, I don't know about you guys in the room, but it's about consistency and making sure that we are delivering these products. Well, I think the clue is probably in the world. I think sustainability is sustainable. In fact, it's got to be, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. I think it's got to it's got to stay with us. It's got to be developed and, and, and the investment's got to be made. And I think it's great that we are doing. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm sure your, your team are, are, are going to be working hard for, for, for many years to come. And again, yeah, sorry, Paul, go on. No, no, go ahead, Molly. I was just thinking like, on, in terms of customers, um, if we're promising all of these things, they want to be able to trust us. So, um, and you know, there's there's the whole people turning into vegans and vegetarian, that's all boomed over these past couple of years. So if that's going to make customers want to travel with us, whether it's us offering vegan meals or, or carbon offset, or I read, I read something that from... January 2020, we've been offsetting carbon emissions for all flights within the UK, so all of our domestic flights, which might not sound a lot, but it's a huge, huge thing for us, a huge thing for an airline. So if that's going to make customers want to fly with us, I think it's absolutely fantastic. And as well, looking at, because most airlines as well are putting oat milk on board um, mm -hmm. with a regular semi-skim, so it'd be nice to have that variety for our customers that fly with us who are vegan or mm -hmm. don't and um, speaking of the the future, Carrie, and I know this obviously sustainable. We're, we're always talking about what what can we do, what are we going to do, where where does the next five years it, it for BA look like in terms of sustainability? Um, loads of really exciting stuff. Like I say, the big priority this year, and it, it touches on the point you just mentioned there, Molly, is about kind of building awareness with our colleagues within BA, but with our customers. I think we've got this programme now. Um, even for those people who are aware of it, you know, you know, so they might hear about our flight path to net zero. So what does that mean? And even if I kind of talk through the high level of new aircraft, you know, sustainable aviation fuel and carbon removals, it's like, but how does that work? And I think even for those people that get that price, but how does sustainable aviation fuel work? How does carbon offsetting or carbon removals work? So part of the programme that we've got this year is developing like short, a series of short films, little documentaries, just like three or five minutes long to help give that insight and for our customers, but also for people in BA to help understand it and then you can talk about it. So that's our main priority this year. And we're working with the customer team who are looking basically at customer's whole journey from start to finish with BA. So you've got kind of sustainability touch points at every point in that journey. So there's loads of teams across the business working on this now and, and kind of in the operation, you know, every part of the business, which is really exciting and reassuring. And the next five years, um, so big shifts, big targets we've got. So um, big goals on kind of improving gender and ethnic diversity throughout BA and particularly in the senior management grade. So, you know, across the whole organisation, we're actually, you know, quite diverse in the whole population. But as soon as it gets to management grades, it really drops off for both gender and ethnic diversity. So we've set really challenging targets to address those out to 2025 and 2030. Yeah, I could be a manager, you know. <laughs> <laughs> God help us. <laughs> Big programs, but it's reverse mentoring. Can you imagine? No, absolutely. Because and people need to hear what people say. It's like reverse mentoring program going on now. 
Um, so the Old Management Committee have now, now got mentees uh, from ethnically diverse backgrounds um, who are just helping share their experience of what it's like to be in MBA and how the management team can help you know, open up pathways, remove barriers for them. So we're doing that and we'll be rolling that out uh, further. Um, but yeah, big investments in the community area that I mentioned, big investment in new products for customers. This is very, very exciting about all the new products that we have for customers to help embed what you just said there about carbon removals, carbon offsets and sustainable aviation fuel and make that more visible. And then also kind of more behind the scenes is some of the kind of innovation that, that you touched on uh, there, Julian, is about kind of the investment in sustainable aviation fuel yeah. and some like other technology like carbon capture and storage. And actually this uh, week I'm just off um, to look at a very exciting kind of pilot plant, carbon capture and storage, um, which is really the future and something that we're really going to Airline for oh, it's so exciting! Yeah, big changes, and lots of stuff. Absolutely. The only plea I would make is that can we not have any more of those scrambled egg toffee sandwiches on board? Because um, <laughs> uh, that's just driving us all mad. Nice thinking about your tummy, aren't you? <laughs> oh, isn't it? Well, it's really exciting. You know, it's it's really exciting to hear that we're going to be all working together again. Um, so, and obviously with this podcast, we've been working together and then Carrie, when you were just saying there, all of the different departments kind of working hand in hand, and um, which is really exciting. But I think we should call that a wrap, guys. So thank you so much, Carrie. Thanks for joining us um, and answering our questions. <laughs> um, and just to remind listeners to tune in next month um, and let us know which topics that you'd like us to discuss in future. Um, and if you can, head to the check-in chat room on one. So thanks for listening, everyone, to Checked In, and we'll see you next month.